0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Stay With Ray. Happy Fourth of July week. I hope you're all doing well. Make sure to give us a subscribe on Stay With Ray, at Stay With Ray. Check out the website, staywithray.com, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. So with that, to the most patriotic American I know, Mr. Michael Ray. Hi, Mike.
1: Sometimes, and it's that time of year, where the Fourth of July weekend is upon us,
0: And let's get high
1: and celebrate one of the, the greatest country in the world.
0: However, I think you've touched on this before. Aren't there a few days you don't go out of the house? This is one of them. I don't go out of the house
1: on New Year's Eve, 4th of July, Halloween. New Year's Eve, 4th of July, Halloween. There's one more. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you why. Fourth of July, everybody's got firecrackers and stuff, so people can shoot guns at you, and people don't, you know, they don't take notice because there's always popping going on them. So Fourth of July, Halloween, people wearing masks, but damn, because of this COVID shit, everybody wearing the mask. So I guess Halloween's out. Uh, New Year's Eve, same thing. You got people shooting guns, and you got uh people with masks on and whatever. And uh, that's yeah. So I guess it's just three. As I thought it was four, but that's that's pretty much it. Don't go out on days if I if – I, very rarely do I do. I must have something special, the special people involved because those days
0: are too dangerous. Do you have anything special planned for this 4th of July?
1: Not a goddamn thing. Stay in the house and whatever. I'm off from work. It's a Saturday, so I'm off anyway. I'm just going to sit back. I ain't going to watch this shit on TV. I'll probably uh, take the dog on a walk. Late night, You know, when, when everything is, uh, actually, when everything is popping, I'm not going to have much. You want to go early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't wanna you might no want to be hunkered down. Exactly. Hunkered down. That's
0: well, not this 4th of July, but we've celebrated the 4th of July together in the past. Yes, we have. So this goes back about a decade. I want to say it was around 2010, and we're caddying at the golf course together, and one of the other caddies... I'm gonna, I'm gonna say his name was Q. Okay. And Q, you remember Q? Yeah, Q. He was a, a kid from the neighborhood. You know, came from a well-to-do family. Just loved golf. Was caddying. And another one of our friends who we've mentioned before, we can say his name, Mike Kelly. Yeah, Kelly likes his name mentioned. Had this Fourth of July barbecue soiree. soiree a Fourth of <laughs> yeah. July barbecue soiree cookout, whatever you want to call it. The year before. Hugh <laughs> was invited, and he said, if you ever get invited, go. For how you got to go, go, go. Wait, what the
1: fuck talking So about?
0: sure enough, I made the cut the next year. It was myself, you, SD, and uh, uh, one other person. I forget who, but we got
2: invited. Shelton.
1: Ah, yes, yes. So yes. yes. my arc's in me and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I drove. Showing sure in. With that motherfucking 78-foot-long, black, tinted window Cadillac that you got.
0: this Mobile. This cookout was out in Sterling, Virginia, which you know it was a good cookout if you wanted to go out to Virginia. There you go. And before we go, Kelly says, you know, you guys come, make yourselves at home, stay the night, don't even worry about driving. We're just out to have a great time. True that. And we show up. And SD and I, we are the only white people there, and we couldn't have had a better time. Everyone made us welcome. The food was fantastic. We brought a couple of drinks. He had a
1: goddamn bar in the basement.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. A a wet bar, (laughs) full on (laughs) wet bar,
1: bar, like a restaurant.
0: Like nigga, what the fuck? And and we are just having a great time. The house was at a cul-de-sac, from what I remember. And everybody had fireworks. So there was like a firework show at the end of the, the cul-de-sac. And you mentioned that bar. Well, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: somebody not only became a bartender, but he became the man of the hour.
1: Yes, he did. Never seen him show out like that before, after, during, nothing. He's always shy back in the back. And all of a sudden, he's the bartender strolling there. When he turned his baseball cap backwards,
0: it was on. So yeah, he's back there mixing drinks. He was uh, he, he had a lot of attention from the females at the party. Yeah, that was
1: kind of funny. I was like, okay,
0: and, and it, it was just a great time. The food was great. the The company was great. J- just an outstanding, outstanding time. Yeah, that was one of that was one of
1: the better nights I can remember, and then everybody just
0: and everybody got along because, like you said, we were there with your arch nemesis. Yeah, he he didn't act up for
1: nothing. He was just we were just there. It was fun. There was plenty of drinks, plenty of liquor, plenty of beer, and the dude had the place set up. It was incredible. They had actually prizes and events for kids, like a fifty yard dash or something. You yeah, know? Oh yeah. They was running and jumping. How many times can you jump a rope? They had at least four events for kids. And they had first and second place prizes for all the events, and they had different age groups too. Must have been between the day I would say three hundred people came to them.
0: Oh yeah, and there, we were, it
1: was never it was about hundred there at a time, but it was it's just ways of different people. Somebody would come for two hours, and, and and it was it was special.
0: And I think we got there at about because we we caddied, right. we showered at we showered at the club, sure did, and then went straight there. And we I want to, and we got an early round. So we showed up at about three, three or four. Yeah. Three or four. And I don't we, think we call it cookout
1: stage, cookout stage. And then there was, then there was kids do something stage. Then there was get drunk stage. Then there was Fireworks. The firework stage. And then there was
0: Uh drink again stage. There you go. And it was, if we got there at three or four, we didn't shut it down until three or four. Yeah. It was uh it was an incredible time. Just a great thing of hospitality. And, what, what stinks about this year, I mean, obviously, we're all going to celebrate in our own way. But it's just a shame that we can't all get together like that in this climate. Because Girl,
1: there's people doing it.
0: We just ain't doing it. Oh, I know there's people doing it. but
1: Man, that was the night, right? Because cause Kelly had a bird. And I, I yes. love animals, but I never had a bird. Right. And, and like the, the whole, the, he had a nice basement and all that. And then and then there was a ground floor, and then they had tarps outside in case of rain. And, and they, had a, they had a DJ. He had a DJ. I mean, it was just live. And everybody was out and they had some yard. So everybody was outside, first floor and basement. But uh the uh the level above that was kind of like off limits. That's where the dogs were and the bird was. So I had met the dog, I had met one of the dogs already, and I didn't meet the other, the other dog. And uh, one of the dogs' name was Bougie, and she was just that little little white little thing. weighs about six pounds, and she was that, that she was supposed to be, right? And that little dog, um, you know, she didn't do the dog thing. She was a barking cat, and um, uh, and they had the bird, and the other dog was like her daughter's dog, the, uh, Mike Kelly's girlfriend's daughter, dog. So. Um, it was kind of a special arrangement, so I heard about this bird, and the bird was like, "It's supposed to be magical." So it was a she named Lily.
0: A magical bird.
1: Well, she was magical. She was still smart, whatever. And they would say, and she and, and and she was a bird. She spoke. So she had, you know, she cause uh, cause like later on in life something happened, and I ended up watching the bird, or whatever, and, and um, I would, I would make her say every time she something she go right and. She said, oh shit! You know she 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 talked. So anyway, what did she say again? Well, I made her say I used to say. Oh. So she would say anytime she see me, she say that. But certain phrases she would know.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was the one phrase you just said?
1: Oh shit! Because <laughs> like Nisi, the woman, she she worked out of her home a lot. And when she was on the computer, the bird would be right there. And when she would message, she oh shit. And so the bird said oh shit. Right. So. Anyway, but the birds started figuring out certain words, went with certain phrases, I mean certain situations. So we went up there and I heard about this bird. So we go up there, now I already know, this is the preface there, okay. They give the bird a certain amount of treats, but the bird don't necessarily, the bird don't get the treats until the bird eats all its food. But the birds, like you know, like like my dog and dog for yeah, whatever. You know, I eat the shit when I eat it if I'm really hungry, right? So the, the caveat was, well, I can, you know, if I eat all my food, you'll give me treats, other food that I like to eat. Well, this bird figured out how to pick her lie, and then and the, and the dogs keep the dogs in crates. I don't like the shit, but whatever. Yeah, fuck you, Mike. But anyway, um. So he got the two dogs side by side in crates. He got the dog, the bird, and the bird that pick her crate. I mean her her, her lot. And she'll take the and she'll fly from her cage down to the dogs, piece by piece, until she gets all that motherfucking dog bird food that she don't want to eat out. So now when you come back in the um in the in the room, uh the the uh the bird food will be gone and the cage would be open though. And you'd be like, how oh, the fuck the cage is? Did I leave the cage open? It's that kind of thing. But in reality, it was, because she could open it up, but she couldn't close it back. Right. But she would pretend like, I don't know what happened.
0: Like, right? she, oh, she'd be in the cage. Just, she'd
1: be in the cage just chilling, right? So now you'd be like, oh, you eat all your food, and you get extra food, right? And then, you know, and then there, there'd be, if you look now, there'd be two or three pieces of bird food that she put too far out, and the dog couldn't get it, and she didn't get it closer. So you you made a mental picture in your mind what this bitch did, right? So so she's that thing, right? So anyway, so so Kelly was telling me about that that's what she was doing, right? And I was like, I want to see this bird. And we went up and and there was they had a, they had a couple extra. It was a four bedroom house plus a basement, so they had plenty of room. So they had a whole a room. They had the two dog crates in one room and the bird cage in the, middle of the room. Everybody's caged up. So uh Niecy takes me up to the uh to, the, to room with the animals. And now like I said, I had an argument with the animals. And she opens up the door, and we catch the bird in, the in between the two cages with the food, right? Putting it down. And and we look and we see the cage open. And then when we open up the door, the bird is like got it's back to us, her back. And then she turns around with her little, you know, because cause the bird's got no arm. she turns around on her feet, takes it like three or four steps. And she looks at us and she look, and she says, uh oh. I was done. <laughs> like, uh oh. And then she flew back in the cage. Like, you know, maybe you didn't see that.
2: <laughs> maybe they didn't notice.
1: <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker's crazy as shit. Oh man. She was, because i never dealt with a bird. I've never, never have since. And later on in life, maybe four or five years later, got a situation and I had a and, and I looked after the two dogs and the bird. And uh, whenever Kelly would go out of town, and sometimes he had a, a, a truck or something and he would do some out of town things. And since I had like years, like right after that, that next summer, uh, at least he and Mike went away for a week. And they actually paid me, and had free food. He just stayed at the house instead of caddying, and just watched the animals and feed them and walk them every day. So now I got a bond with all the two dogs and, and whatever.
0: You even stayed in Virginia for these animals.
1: I did, I did. You know, they knew they had a sucker in me, so I just stayed there. Cause like, I mean, they gave me something gave me like hundred fifty dollars or whatever. You know, shit, I missed a thousand. You know, not caddying, but you know what? It was fun because I ain't, I ain't do shit. Just pan around with the animals and shit, right? And then it was like the other thing was they wanted the, uh, the the bird was supposed to be in the cage, cause one of the dogs wanted to try to eat the bird. But I would kind of let them all out of the cage at the same time, so they all so they all running around and shit. And the one that's trying to get to the bird, that motherfucker ain't never getting to the bird. The bird was just you know like you know he, he would he would she would lunge at it at the bird, and the bird would just be like, wait till I get yeah a little closer right there. Two um, two swoops of her of her wings, and she's across the room. And the and the dog would look at me like, "What the fuck just happened, right?" And and they were they were funny, right? So sometimes I would be at the house, like watching, because whenever they go out of town, I'm, I'm I'm the guy. So I'd be, and it was easy because you know they pay me a little bit of money. They got the superintendent bar. They got plenty of food. I just get fat and just chill. So I'm in this joint, and. And I'm and, and I'm so drunk that I can't go to sleep. I wake up and the bird is on my chest and she's looking at me and she's just staring me in the eye. And like, she says, she goes, <laughs> Right. And I'm looking at the dog. I'm like, I thought you were supposed to try to kill this motherfucker. And the dog looks up at me, I'm like, Yeah, whatever. Turns her head, turns over, go back to sleep. The other dog is in a little bed, you know, like cause she's bougie. And she just that's what she do. So, that, that was, that, those animals was interesting. Only one still alive now is Bougie. she got to be like 16, 17, maybe 20. See, she's at least 16. Because I've known her 12 or 14. I've known her since 2000 now. See, I've known her since 2006. See, I'm going to be 14 if she was a puppy. And she wasn't no puppy then. So, Damn. yeah, she's, she's old. Teeth all fucked up. She got an overbite you know, she just, you know, and she uh one time when Mike after uh sorry to say God Russell Soul Nisi passed away and Mike messed around and he had the animals still. And then he got in a relationship. He ended up getting married, he's married now. And um, yeah, and he and um and when he hooked up with the woman he married, he moved into her apartment, but there was no animals involved. And he let the leash slip at his um at his place, and I got because by this time the only dog left was Bougie, and uh, the only animal left was Bougie. So I had Bougie for five months with Bentley. No, no, Bentley wasn't around yet. Uh-huh. It was just like when I first like you know. So I just had a, I had Bougie. Just uh, actually they have met because he went away for a weekend last summer, and and I had. Bougie for three days and, and Bentley was, you know, Bentley was there. But before that, I had Billy I had Bougie for five months. And she was she was a peach. She was, you know, man, my landlord is scared of dogs. Mind you, if you can picture this dog, she's 16 years old. She got no teeth, or they rotted out, right? And she's a little Michael, right? And landlord comes to the door. She spends most of the time under my bed. She's old. She just wants to sleep. She will run from under my bed, run out of my room, down the hallway, into the kitchen. There's a back door of the kitchen, and she would be at the kitchen door, hitting that motherfucker. And my man was scared. Dog weighs 6.3 pounds.
0: It's allowed 6.3 pounds.
1: It's allowed 6.3, but it's 6.3. You know, and he thinking like, look, hold the dog back. I'm like, this motherfucker, there's nothing on your body, and she ain't got no teeth. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nothing on your body that this motherfucker can even bite. But okay, And he's scared of this motherfucker, right? So picture that. So then after that, I went about a year or so, and then I, I hit. The, I, I end up messing with this dude I used to caddy with, and when he first got this dog, now I got the dog, and so I've had the dog for since April of last year. And now the landlord comes, and landlord didn't come. He just. He just calls when he wants to deal with something because he ain't coming down because he came man, that dog, he came the dog, same thing. You come to the door and knock, you know, he going to greet you. And he's going to hit the door at the window. Hey, he greeted you. Yeah. Until I, yeah. And then, then I said, he's okay. And then he's like, okay, now he's going to lick you to death the whole rest of the day. You That's can, right. you can get Yeah. But you know, but you got to get past the first entrance. And if you don't get, and my landlord never got past the first, the first
0: so you're really like a modern-day Dr. Doolittle.
1: Oh, man. I guess. I don't know. It's something in me. I, I It's weird. Uh,
0: you remember when we went to the fair last year? Yeah. You know, this is another, another summer thing. I can't imagine they're going to have it this year. But uh, who, we went to the Montgomery County Fair.
1: Thanks for offering the invitation with you and the crew.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, And the girlfriends and all that. Yeah, yeah. It was a great time. Uh, and we went there. And you know, of course, we watched the demolition derby.
1: That was fun. I never seen demolition derby live.
0: Or what that about cool. what about the lady asking for a lighter? I forgot that. Reiterate that one. There's four of us. Okay, that's the four of us standing there, and this lady. I mean, we're all together, and she immediately goes to you and says, "Do you have a lighter?"
1: and uh, like I said, "I will not smoke." <laughs> you go. Why'd you come at me? <laughs> <laughs> I went there. Oh, no, me, yeah. Would you see me with all you white
0: motherfuckers? You want to ask me? And then, no, but 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 then we went to the because you know they have the livestock whether it's like for auction or you know they just even have displays and you went into that exhibit with the the steers the one with the big horns too the long long longhorn yeah and it was
1: the big one he must have weighed. Three thousand pounds. Huge. It was huge. He couldn't even stand
0: up. He was just like, you know, I'm just chilling. Brahma bull. It was a Brahma bull. He was just, I'm just chilling. And he he loved you, but the the camel, <laughs> you and this camel, I thought for sure this thing was gonna take one of your fingers off. Uh, and this thing, I, I mean, following
1: around like a puppy.
0: Yeah, pretty much. He, he was like, he was nine
1: months old when I talked to the hailer. and he was just, I don't know what it was. He just liked me and. And, and I pet him a little bit, and then I walked around. And wherever I went, he was right there. He was short, ch- and he was. And it's funny because Camel's had those split lips. And it feel kind of funny, cause you know, because he's he's like on my neck. He's like, and, and there's somebody like, ah, better get away. He's going to bite you. And I, I'm like, this fucking camel, he likes me. I mean, you can tell when an animal likes you. There's no reason to be afraid. I mean, that might make him bite me. i be like, get away, get away. No, nah, you know what? Let me just chill. And he was fun. I I, I want to go back because I've never experienced a camel before.
0: Well, I don't think we're going back this year. Yeah, he was
2: he was
1: a piece of work. He was a he was he was actually well he was refreshing. He's one of the best. You know, one I you know, like. I said I've never dealt with a camel before, just like I had never dealt with a bird before, Lily. And different animals, you know. I mean, we can learn a lot from animals. Yeah, they they got pure hearts. Yeah, malice. They, they don't have a political agenda. Nope. They don't. They can't get influenced by the media. Nope. There's none of that. A freaking animal is a is an animal. It's just it's what it is. It feels love and hate. And they, and, if, and if they think you love them, they're good. Think you hate them, you know, depend on the animal. It it Could be, be a problem. problem.
2: Right. And
1: and they seem to sense that. Yeah. And it's it's special to, to interact with them because. Like I said, they appear from the heart. You know, a lot of times as I get older, I'd rather be around animals than than, than people.
0: I, I don't think you're alone in that sentiment. I think a lot of people feel that way.
1: <laughs> I you know, I ain't got to, ain't nobody gonna start stabbing me in my back. Ain't nobody gonna talk to my boss. Try to get me fired. I mean, there's a lot of shit that ain't happening. What
0: about a cat? A cat.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna piss some cat fans off right now. I love I love all animals really. So, so you know, I'm allergic to cats though. So I have a little a front them. But if they crawl up on my leg, ain't nothing I can do. I love them because they just, no. Nah, but, but I got a question, right? A, a dog is a motherfucker. You got to take, that, that, take them out. Right? Unless, you, unless they stay outside, you got to take them out. right? Well, a cat got a litter box, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I ain't never seen cat piss in a litter box. I seen them shit in litter boxes, and I ain't seen them piss in litter boxes. So where do they piss at?
0: In your shoes?
1: All over your motherfucking house. That's why your house smells like cat piss. <laughs> I mean, they might go outside, cause like, like you can take a, I mean, a dog, you need to leash a cat, you let a cat just go outside, unleash and shit. Well, we'll come back when they're ready. But well, that motherfucker ain't piss, I ain't never seen a cat piss a Little Box.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying. Have you ever met anybody who's smell blind? Yeah. You have? Yeah, I'm just kinda yeah.
1: smell blind sometimes. time
0: huh? Well, if you really want to meet one, just go to a cat owner's house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should know he was going there. Ooh, yeah, that little right? And then it'd be like, like I'm alerted to him. I swell up, you know, like, like, like I got beat by Mike Tyson and shit. My whole face would be swollen up if I fuck around with a
0: cat. Speaking Damn. of Mike Tyson, okay, you hear the? Have you seen these videos of him, like training and, and whatnot, and whisperings from he back it, to I fight?
1: Heard, I heard, I heard.
0: Do you think he could hold his own? Maybe against a tomato can. There's a bunch of fan cans out there, yeah.
1: There's a show I watch. Would called- you watch? Yeah, I would watch. Unless it's paper, you ain't gonna pay to watch this
0: shit. Well, no, but but yeah, I watch it, yeah.
1: So there's this show called OG, Original Gangster, okay, and it's on TBS or TNT. One of them is like Tiffany Haddish and um Tracy Morgan. All right, and and he has this Tracy's like he he got arrested in 15 years in jail. He come back and his in and his girl his, his girlfriend is married to a white guy and he has two twins that are 15 and he didn't know they it was a girl he didn't know they existed but anyway, it's it's kind of a funny show but anyway there's a um there's a, a there's a couple scenes it's been three of them now two or three and he has this alter ego where he dreams and he has to figure out what the right place is in his life right and he and he leaves the tenement and he goes to the roof and he goes to the roof and there's this dude like the Grim Reaper with this hood on and a black robe, you know, and he's like talking to him like like Kung Fu and shit. I don't know if y'all all don't remember Kung Fu, but it's like a like like just a teacher. And he like puts knowledge on him and all that, right? And and you say, Well, son, you must walk a narrow path. You must do the righteous thing. You must be who you are, and that kind of shit, right? And then they pull the hood off and it's Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's been in like three episodes, right? And then, so one so he's Tracy's talking, and he's like, "Yo, um, you must you must be to do." it. He posts thing on and says, yeah, but teacher, how do I know what path to follow, right? And then Mike just, bam! So shut, like, shut your bitch ass up, stop being a bitch. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, it is hilarious what she does. Tyson, man, Tyson, good news. I met Tyson one time. I was at, Go uh, on. I was, I was, I was at a, I was at Congressional in Canyon. And him and Monica, right? Monica, Turner, Tyson, they bought, they bought a house and, and it was right, right under, the, right under the sixth hole. And there's a creek along the sixth hole and then there's houses and then cringe where this cul-de-sac onto the course. And Tyson's in that middle house. And there's a creek there, but there's some erosion. So the so the creek is at, at ground level and then and the creek the creek is at ground level and then maybe about five, four or five feet up is the, is the piece of land on the other side of the creek. And the little creek, I don't know, is sixteen inches wide and about nine inches deep. Right. And it's like you can just hop over. And there's some erosion. And the fence is up there. So you can actually hop over the creek and then jettison up and be on Mike Tyson's land. Now, this is when he got this damn fucking Bengal tiger in the backyard in the pen. And I have a ball that gets hit over there. And I'm like, okay, I go there. And I got to hop the creek it's on that side, but it's on the bottom. So I don't have to go into Tyson's land, but whatever. And he's in the corner and he's right there. And I pick up the bar I look up and I say, whoa, what's up, champ? And he says, man, I'm not having a good day. Why? I was like, what's the... Uh, I don't know what that means, right? And he says, man, I'm trying to figure out how to divorce this bitch and keep his house, but I don't think it's going to work out like that. And I was like, you have a nice day, <laughs> champ. And I jumped back across the creek and got the fuck up out
0: of it. You didn't want to stick around. I didn't want
1: to stick around. He was like, He was contemplating some shit right there. You caught him in a moment. Caught him in a moment. Funny part was, my mother used to clean house, and my mother, uh, used to clean Monica's house before she got hooked up with Mike Tyson. She had a house, and she was going to, she was, she was, she was going to Georgetown, um, medical school. She was driving a Mercedes, had about a four or five year old, and my mother used to clean her house and sometimes babysit her daughter, Gina. This is like... And she lived like three houses from Coolidge. Can't remember the name of the street. Which street it was right there. But it was a single family home. And she she had a little... you know, slightly older Mercedes, but, you know. She was like 19 to 20 years old in college full-time, living in a $300,000 house with a three or four-year-old driving a Mercedes
2: hmm.
1: with no job. Like, how the fuck is this working out? Oh no! Right, and, and my, you know, my mom eventually you know like, you me know, hooked me up with what was going on, but I was like, you know, I was like, wow, this chick, she's 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 got it going on. I'll say, yeah, she got it going on. You know, she you know, so I, I really don't want to say much about how she got
0: it going on because we'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, we'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> and well, again, it's the Fourth of July weekend week is there any other wisdom or pieces of advice tips that you want to give everybody out there heading into the weekend
1: yeah stay the fuck inside it's 4th of july motherfucker didn't want to shoot you him up can, can everybody gonna think it's a firecracker so be safe The peace of the middle east
2: We'll awesome.